What up, what up, everyone? Welcome to the Gaming Attic Podcast number two. See, I didn't change the name. I promise you guys I was keeping this, all right? We'll see what next week holds, but yes, I'm going to keep this damn name, the Gaming Attic, all right? So, um, in today's podcast, we're going to go over some announcements, um, like what we're getting next month for Xbox Game Pass, uh, Disney doing shit all over again to prove to us that there's still Disney, Movies being more video game movie news. Um, also, I give you my very, very quick early impressions of Super Mario Maker 2. Um, and I will also go on another rant this week. I might do one of these on every pod, but it's going to be about how Tim Sweeney had to defend the Epic Store um, on Twitter this past week due to a lot of you bitching. So let's get to those announcements first, all right? And there's also some rumors mixed into this. Starting first with um, EA exec Andrew Wilson still hopes that Anthem can be a 10-year game and claims it will be something great. First off, um, I just, fuck, man. Anthem has been updating quite um, often lately on my damn PlayStation Network, as I've been seeing every week, and I still have no reason to go back to I, I want to, guys. I really believe that this game is getting better. I want to believe this game is getting better, and I think that it is. And I want to go back and play. It's just so much other shit that I have to play. That sometimes when you lose your audience, it's hard to bring them back. And people keep bitching about everything that keeps coming out. So for them to say that they're planning on it still being a 10-year game, especially when we're going to get um, what you call it, um, next-gen coming in the next year or two anyway, that's a bold-faced lie because no one's going to be paying attention to Anthem even if you go and put it um, on the next-gen systems and hope that people cross over and play it over there on the next-gen consoles. But anyway, I give Anthem another year or two tops before we'll never hear from it again. Next up, the Inf- Halo Infinite Beta may be coming soon. It's being called um, Fighting Programs instead of like a Halo Beta, regular shit like that. Um, they say customization to your character should, should be returning. Xbox players will get it before PC. Haha, <laughs> Master Race. Um... We also got a list of new NES games that were added to the list for those of you who pay for Nintendo Online. And uh, they added Double Dragon 2, The Revenge, Volleyball, and City Connection. Once again, I've only played like one of these games, which is Double Dragon 2, of course. Never played Volleyball, never played City Connection. Time for Nintendo to step their game up, start giving us some Super Nintendo and N64 games on this shit. It's the only way they're gonna save themselves because no one talks about the fucking NES classics. In other news though, creative director for Borderlands 3 says it should take at least 35 hours to complete the main story, which is great. This is what we should expect. I think they said it only took like 28 hours to beat the main story in part two. Or whatever it takes way longer for me because of all the side quests of course if you do side quests you're going to be doing more than 35 hours in this damn game except if you want those people that need to speed run or whatever but yeah that's good good enough for me it's going to be we're, we're loaded this season anyway um 
it was announced that Cyberpunk will not have a morality system. You know, whatever. I'm sure that game's still going to win Game of the Year. Um, Pro Evolution Soccer 19 and Horizon Chase Turbo will be July's PlayStation Plus games, for those who care. Um, I, I guess Pez, Pez does have a big fan base. I used to sell video games, so I'm not even going to say that they should have put FIFA over that, even though a lot of you might think that, but Pro Evolution Soccer does have its um, fan base. In other news, don't. PUBG will be getting a narrative, as they said, quote unquote, a narrative experience added, um, stated by Glenn Schofield, who's creating this story mode for PUBG. Maybe it'll um, get me to re-download the game again, but until I see it, and then, you know, I, I can't believe it, but I want to see how this shit's going to play out. Um, I should have said this right after PlayStation, but here's the July games with gold for Xbox. Uh, we're gonna get Big Crown Showdown um, Inside, which I'm excited about because it's a game a game that I actually predicted would be on Game Pass anyway, which is why I never bought it. So I'm glad to play that shit. Um, then the 360 games is Meet the Robinsons and um, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which I'm sure a lot of people are excited about. I did see a lot of people talking about it in the comments too. So when people are more excited about the 360 games than the Xbox One games coming out, I guess that should be a, a big win. Um, here we go. This is a good one right now. Um, uh, I don't know if he's a director, but I know he was an executive producer before on a great show that I like, which is um, this guy named Steve DeKnight, which some of you probably know. Um, he spoke to Sony about creating an R-rated God of War movie. It's funny that they had to put that R-rated on it, because what the fuck else would a God of War mo movie be if you were to make one? It has to be R-rated. Look at all the blood and guts. What are you going to do? Turn that shit PG-13 and not show us any blood with all the shit we've seen in the fucking game? And we're going to go to the movie and see what fucking glitter coming out of the fucking bad guys? Come on. We know that shit was going to be R-rated if it happens. There's still in early talks. There's nothing solid about this. But if they were to do this, he is a great choice because he was also the executive producer for one of the greatest TV shows ever. And no, it's not what you're thinking. But when it comes to blood and guts and gore, Spartacus. He was an executive producer for Spartacus. Okay, one of the best movies that was on Stars. If you never watched Spartacus, I don't know what's wrong with you. It's basically like the only fucking show where men loosely swing their cocks and fucking guys would still go to work tomorrow and talk about how much they loved that episode. You know, not because of swinging cocks, of course, but it's, it's fucking great. Fucking great action, a lot of blood and gore, some of the best fucking quotes, um, especially from Batiatis. And I guess those of you who know me, you're probably laughing right now because you know my favorite line. And there's, and there's one scene where Batiotis is walking down the hall and he's pissed off. And he just goes, once again, the god spread cheek and ram cock and fucking ass. You know, and it's like my favorite quote. And there's one quote I'll always remember is that quote. And whenever I feel like I'm getting fucked in life, I always just throw that line out there. Yes, I don't care where I am and who's listening to me either. But let's move on. Um, James McGee is trying to revive Alice. Um, he's uh, right now he's in talks with EA to revive the Alice franchise if they approve it and are willing to publish the game. 
It will, it will be the third installment and it will be called Alice Asylum. In other news though, One Punch Man is getting two new games that were announced. Um, one will be a mobile video game. It will be called One Punch Man Road to Hero. And you will be able to play through the show's story. There will be 50 characters to collect and play with from the news that I've gathered. But on the consoles, we're supposed to be getting a One Punch Man 3 versus 3 fighting game. Which uh, is going to be shit. Um, why is the mobile game getting the good shit and the console players getting the bad shit? Like, the fucking whack shit should have been on the mobile game. I just feel like they're really going to fuck this up. It's, it's from the people that made Jump Force, of course. Which, of course, they're going to do the whole cool animations for attacks and stuff like that. We'll get all that good shit. But when it comes to how the game plays out, they're probably their single player mode is probably going to be shitty like Jump Forces was and all convoluted and over the place. Um, One Punch Man has a lot of characters you could play with. We'll see how much they act, how much effort they actually put into this. I'm pretty sure because it's an anime, it's going to make some fucking money, but it's still going to be a shitty game. I'm promising myself I will not buy this. Maybe rent it or if it ends up like out there for $5 one day on a flash sale on PlayStation Plus, then I'll pick it up. But initially, I will not touch that fucking game and I usually touch everything. All right. And when it comes to Disney now, they're doing their thing again. Disney just had to go Disney on our video games. So Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was originally supposed to have um, dismemberment with lightsaber attacks and things like that, but Disney told them they had to tone it down because it's just not the Disney way to have dismembered body parts, you know, and that shit should really piss us off that Disney is getting involved in the video game world like this. Not to say that they haven't been here before, but if if you had dismembering parts of the body, I'm pretty sure this game would make way more money, you know? And I hate it when these people from other places, because the video game world is not where Disney is supposed to be, unless it's in Kingdom Hearts, but it's it sucks. It's a bad sign for the future to me. You know, I hope they don't step in, and I hope there's a lot of backlash because of this. You know what? Because of this, I hope this game fails. I hope the Star yes, I'm saying I hope the Star Wars game fails, and then Disney is forced to tell them, okay, go ahead and add an update that they could do dismemberment in the game. That's how bad I want them to fail because I hope that's the only thing people fucking go and complain about until they give it to us. All right, so people, if you hear me, complain to Disney, tweet them, at them, you know, whatever, tell them to go fuck themselves. Okay, all right. Next up, this is a rumor. But um, they say that Ape, there some people are saying that Ape Escape game may be in the works. Um, there was a cryptic tweet from one of the Japanese um, um, PlayStation Studios where they put up a picture of one of the Ape Escape monkeys looking from behind a tree, I think it was when I looked at it. And had like some type of quote talking about how for 20 years no one's been looking for me or someone's been looking for me. And so people are starting to speculate. There's no news. This hasn't been anything. But people, of course, when it comes to speculation, are going to say that there might be a new game coming out. Um, in other Sony news, though, they announced that we'll get a live-action Final Fantasy XIV TV series, which I want to be good. They haven't said who's going to be um, 
making it or what platform it's coming out of. If you had to guess, I guess the first place I would think of is fucking Netflix. But um, I'm hoping it's good. I'm hoping it's like... Uh, I'm hoping it plays out like um, Advent Children and not Spirits Within. Because Advent Children, I don't know whoever hated on that movie, but that was a great movie. I feel like people hated on that movie, but it was a fucking great movie. Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. If you haven't watched it, go ahead and find that shit. Especially you kiddos, because I know I was pretty fucking young when that game came, when that movie came out. And if you haven't played Final Fantasy VII, don't just wait for the remake. Play it now. It's on every fucking thing. All right? Um, a new RPG was announced from Ban- Bandai Namco. It's called Blue Protocol. Um, they claim it's going to be an online action RPG. Haven't seen much of it. This is just all we've gotten. They did put out a tweet where I said I had to quote this because it rhymed. Um, it said, the world, it, this is the description of their game. Um, the world is on the brink of devastation. Now is the time to unite. March on with friends and strangers and defeat foes beyond your might travel through space and time to change the future beyond this fight you know <laughs> sounds mad corny um uh, but i thought it was worth mentioning um there's no release date for this game yet nope they don't have me hooked yet but just because it's an rpg and it's online i, I think i might check it out i'm not hooked i'm not hooked but i'm interested okay so and that's it for all the announcements. Now let's talk Super Mario Maker 2. Now, I'll honestly say that I've only spent, maybe I was on vacation this weekend. I just went and picked it up in the middle of my vacation. Really rocky vacation. Car broke down and everything all the way up there. Had to go buy a fucking rental or borrow, pay for a rental, another fucking $500 and shit. But let's not get into all that mario maker 2 is fucking amazing um and i've only like i said i've only played like two hours on it i tried to get around to everything the only thing i didn't get to do yet was create a level which i will get into it next week when i give you guys my one week later segment on a new game but um as of right now i play like the story i play like three or four levels in the story which at one time it teaches you how to play they mix it up you get to play like the super mario 3 worlds the the regular the new one the 3d worlds and things like that they mix it all up so you, it feels like you, you're getting the mix of the classic mario mixed with the new mario um another thing i like they did they did in it they um you basically oh yeah the premise of it is to build back up your castle he's building it got destroyed you need to make money to help reconstruct the castle and for every level you do you get um a certain amount of coins the more coins that you get for a level the harder that level is one thing i like about this though is that you're in mid in mid game if you get stuck or something you could go ahead and edit like i don't want to say edit the level but you can add things to the level like power-ups or bricks. Like if you're trying to get high up some place that you can't figure out how to get up there, you could add bricks to the game to, add, to help you run up someplace. Um, I guess some people might call it cheat codes. I call it a difficulty level. I don't know. It's not even a difficult. See, look at this. Mario's one of those games that don't have a difficulty level, but it's still accessible to everyone. Mario always seems to find a way to give us what we want without us even asking for it. And even though Mario games never had a difficulty level, as far as I'm concerned, 
or as far as I can remember, this is a unique way to make a game easier for someone who could be having trouble. Not saying that I used any of those power-ups or anything or anything like that. Um, but I like the, the premise of it because they let you put it anywhere on the level. You could like scroll ahead on the level, put it here. So if that's the one part in the middle of the level that you're getting stuck on, you could go ahead and put a mushroom there to help you grow when you get to that part. So if you get hit by something, you can still run through it and shit like that. So it's kind of fun, fucking fun. You know, um, the levels are really creative uh, for what I saw, especially I went online I played some people's levels. Um, I like the way they're sorted. It did better than the first one. You could put see top levels, new levels, uh, best rank levels. You could even add comments to levels, which I loved. Um, I actually made a comment on a few levels to actually stump me, but I ended up keep playing it until I beat them. Um, because they were actually pretty fun. It's amazing what people could fucking do when you have enough time on your damn hands. I'm only hoping that the level I create will be half as fun as the shit I've gotten to play. Like, I'm usually the type that just throws it to the side and goes on to something else. I only dislike one level because I don't know how the hell this guy got this level through. But I can't even get past the first five seconds of it. But, you know, so I, that was the only dislike I had to give out tonight. But um, other than that, most of the people's levels I played were great. You could also do challenges where you guys got to capture like the most flags and things like that. I don't know if there's other ones that people make. So there is multiplayer. You can play with up to four people if the level um lets you. Um, you, I saw, I was able to play some levels here, four players and things like that. There's four player co-op in it, which is really good on the levels really make use of people well for those who are really creative found great ways of making levels in which you have to use other people to do this hit a certain block while someone's standing in one area so they could jump on it and do this and that like that's a very creative world man i didn't even think i'm like yo this is one game that didn't make me feel like people were stupid like mario maker 2 has only been out for two days two fucking days and there's like hundreds of levels and i have yet except for that one i just like to find anything there that was dumb or non-creative like even the one that said oh quick and easy wasn't so damn quick and easy it was a quick level but you still had to really think about it and another cool feature is if you decide to leave a comment or a sticker, you could actually draw stickers and they'll like plaster them around certain parts of the level. When you're putting your comment, they tell you this is what part of your level your comment is going to pop up on. So you could even, some people don't even just put regular comments on picture comments. Some people put tips. They tell you like, oh, hey, while you're here, make sure you do this. And, but they don't always, but the thing about it is that it's randomized. So people can't really try and help you out that much because they you don't get to choose exactly where to put your comment in the level as far as I've seen. I don't know if it is an option, but as far as I've seen, I wasn't able to choose where my comment pops up. They told me where it was going to pop up. But from the two hours I played with it so far, like I said, I will give you guys more. It looks very fun. It looks creative. The story mode has, looks like there's a lot to offer for you to play and work through. And it also teaches you how to build and things like that. I haven't started creating a level yet. I will let you guys know what it's like. I will have a level by next week. Probably two, maybe, if, if I have the time for that. But I will at least have one. 
Um, but so far, I recommend um, Super Mario Maker 2. I don't even think I have to sell this to you. The title has Mario in it. <laughs> like, we all play Mario, right? Alright, guys. Now, I feel like, like I said, I think I might have to rant once a week. Because there always seems to be this one game and story during the week that either something a developer or someone said pissed me off or something that you guys in the gaming world do to piss me off us gamers you know because we are all so very privileged you know and this week tim sweeney um who works at epic had to come online go online to twitter to defend epic store exclusive games and you know understand like um, people could be mad at certain stuff. People are so used to Steam, right? But do you got before people complain? I wish people would look at the reasoning why, which he did explain a lot. But I think this was that. What makes me mad is that this shit was explained to us before, or well, there's like a while ago when they first um announced the Epic Store. It was told to us why they're going to have exclusive games on there. One of the main reasons why, which he came out and said, was because Epic only takes 12% profit from developers um, when Valve takes 30% of profit when you download a game from Steam. Why you would be mad at them, a lot of places going and making this game um, exclusive on there is ridiculous. Um, One thing, okay... The only time I actually felt shocked about this is when they said Shenmue 3 was going to be exclusive to, uh, uh, exclusive on there. I give you guys that only because um, that was uh, crowdfunding and I don't think that you can make something exclusive to one place where the people who paid for it could be from another place or from all over. There'll be some that don't care that it's only on Epic. There's going to be some that do care and there's a lot of people looking for refunds so I know they rethought their whole process on that. But that's just Shenmue 3. You know, I love Shenmue 3 because anybody I know would go come at me and be like, but what about Shenmue 3? Even though I'm playing on console, so that's y'all fucking problem anyway. But to me, if you're, if developers of games are going to make more of a profit from it going to Epic, the smarter choice is to go to Epic. Is it uh, them putting the game on there? Uh, them selling games to us about making money, right? Money is the bottom line for all of this. So if they could put their stuff somewhere where they make more money, they're going to do it. You know, like money, guys. What are you guys bitching about? Are you guys bitching? Is it because it's on the Epic Store? Do you have to pay to be on Epic Store? I don't think you do. I would, if someone, if I'm wrong, um, please correct me because I don't think we pay to download the Epic Store. I think it's just another tab. Are you guys? mad because you have to open up another tab for games that you're just so used to having all your games in steam because steam's reader is this the case of you're just used to what you know and you can't get into anything new you know it's like how you have that one girlfriend that you've been with for 10 years and you guys have this big dysfunctional relationship and you guys keep breaking up and getting back together and you know it's and most people don't do it because they really love each other it's just what they're used to you know so you have this new girl aka the epic game store and you guys know it's better for you at least it's better for the developer and you know in the back of your minds that it's better for them you heard that they they give the the developers of these games more money 
you know, we want to support them. The more money they make, the more sequels you get for the games you love, right? Am I not right? Please, someone argue this point with me, you know, in the comments, send an email to gamerish 537 at gmail.com. Tell me why I'm wrong. You you get great games. If, if this shit is exclusive to Epic, if Shenmue is exclusive to the Epic Game Store, I know it's still coming to console, but still, I don't have to worry about that. But if it is, and it makes mad money on there, Shenmue 4 wouldn't have to be crowdfunded if we were to get a part 4, would it? It wouldn't have to be because they see it, they made much more money. Maybe that little bit extra they made, that, uh, what was it, maybe 20, not 20, 18% extra that they made might do something. That could go towards future DLC for us. It could go towards them not giving loot boxes in the game because they said, hey, we're going to make a profit on this because we've made it an Epic um, Store exclusive. You know, like, you guys got to think like that. Stop thinking outside the box just because you're so used to Steam. Yes, Steam is great. Even I, when I was on the PC Main Street, well, I wasn't the PC Main Street. I was just on it for games that weren't coming to consoles. But I didn't. I never cared about that. When Origins came out, I didn't hear you guys bitching about Origins, even though I know they don't have no more than EA exclusives, which no one really bitches about. But um, I think this is a good idea for a lot of places, you know. Um. Unless it was crowdfunded, then you got to give the people what they want. Um, but I think you guys are just mad that you have to open up another tab, which makes no sense to me. It's not like the longer you stay on Steam, the more discounts as a member you got or some shit like that. Yes, Steam has a lot of discounts. Maybe that's why. Are you guys mad because you think the Epic Games Store won't give you the type of discounts on the game that... Um, you get on Steam, are you mad because one day you could have waited and gotten your your new game for twelve ninety nine for Christmas, but Epic Game Store might not give you that same Christmas deal? Is that what you're mad? Like, tell me, is it about the money? Because I feel like, you know, if a game is great, you don't worry about the money. You buy that shit right now and you play that the hell out of it, you know, or you guys watch someone else stream the shit, even though I still never really get accustomed to people doing that but um but anyway my last point though on this because it's like these guys are making money um i don't really this is one another reason i don't think you guys should be mad do you guys come out because i don't hear no voices when playstation and xbox get exclusive games that aren't on the pc's master race system you guys are the master race but you don't get everything you guys usually get games last um anyway if it's not a pc exclusive if you even get the game you guys can't play uncharted you guys can't play halo you guys can't play god of war you guys can't play crash you guys can't play fucking Forza, uh, um, well, Forza is on, okay, if you have the Game Pass and shit like that, but I'm pretty, I didn't hear nobody complain about that shit either, not having Xbox games on fucking Steam, but anyway, right, conversation for another day, I guess you guys pick and choose what you want to complain about, because you're supposed to be the master race, and the master race, um, uh, always needs to have their way, even though they can't even have all of their way. There's mad exclusives on Xbox, Nintendo, and PlayStation. Why you guys don't bitch about that? Hmm? Hmm? You don't want your Super Mario on Steam? Hmm? Why you don't put bitch to come, um, about that? Like, someone is like, come on. 
tell me, I know it's going to be a few of you that's listening to this and you're going to be like, oh, because I know you master race people, you PC people get all heated when we come at y'all because you got the great graphics. Well, guess what? I already made it clear in previous podcasts graphics ain't the thing that keeps me playing the fucking game is gameplay so i don't care about your fucking graphics you can talk about your graphics all you want if the story ain't great the game is shit okay if the story ain't let me repeat it again if the story ain't great and the game doesn't play great there's no great gameplay the game is still shit your graphics don't mean shit to me all right that's not all the game is about all right, and just because you could point and click real fast in shooting games, guess what? I also don't care. <laughs> I really don't care about how fast you could click and shoot somebody on the PC. You know, maybe the only thing I cared about PC having that I didn't have was mods for my Skyrim game. And how old is that now? Now I don't even care. Now we have mods in Skyrim and Fallout on the Xbox. I don't even care anymore, guys. Epic Game Store is not a bad thing. It's a great thing to developers. It's a great way for them to make more money without them nickel and diming us. You know, they're not going to nickel. Let them make more money so they don't nickel and dime us. We'll get more sequels this way if their games are successful. They'll be happier to bring us more product. We might get more DLC that we wouldn't have gotten in other ways. You know, stop crying. Just download the fucking app or whatever it is on your fucking master computer and download your game. They're not keeping your game away from you. They're just putting it on another fucking platform. That's all they're damn well doing. Same goes to, well, exclusive on Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox. I'm not even going to say nothing about that because I'm pretty sure even though you guys are the fucking master race, you still own one of those fucking consoles, don't you? Because you know what you can't have. At least these games that are coming out on the Epic Store, you can still play on your fucking PCs. Stop bitching. Stop whining. Okay? You have your games. Nothing bad's happening to you. You guys are the biggest crybabies out there, especially when no one cares about your race. You know? <laughs> but anyway, that that's that's all the bitching I have to do. That's, that's the end of my rant. I hope you guys aren't too butthurt. I'm open for you guys to open up the conversation. You know, you could go ahead, hit me up on the Gamerish page. We could start this con- this conversation, whoever wants to do it. You know, I think I know who would do it, but we could open up the conversation on the Gamerish Facebook page if you want. Also, we could follow us at Gamerish underscore pod on our Instagram page. Uh, you could add us to Gamerish2 on Twitter. And like I said, you have any questions or comments or something you might want me to rant about next week? I don't mind doing that for you. I'm always open to uh, I'm always open to suggestions, and you can email us at gamerish five three seven at gmail dot com. And that's it for the gaming attic pod. Um, and let me leave you with a quote. I promise you guys, I'll get back to the quotes. And this one is from Portal. This is your fault. I'm going to kill you, and all the cake is gone. You don't even care, do you?